Today, we celebrate one year of Body by Beignets. Can't believe it. Shall be one year. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. I feel so (laughs) special. We made it to a year. Honestly, like when we started this podcast, I didn't really like have an idea as far as the longevity of it or how long we're going to do it. It was just kind of something fun. And, you know, with the quarantine and pandemic and just something to kind of bring some Disney magic into our lives, but it's been really fun. And I like that we kind of, we took our own little break and we came back and we're kind of reformatting and doing something a little different, but still, you know, we just love Disney. So I agree. I didn't think, not that I didn't think we would continue it, but Mm -hmm. I felt like when we first started, it was almost just like, oh yeah, sure. Why not? It's just going to be fun. And then not really knowing like that we were going to stay committed for this long, you know, I know. But I think that break definitely helped. Yeah. Well, as you know, like I can't commit to anything as far as like healthy eating plan or workout (laughs) plan. So I was like, podcast, sure. Why not? (laughs) And I always just, my personality is that I always have like a million projects that I start, but I don't finish. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, I have several things laying around the house, like a water bottle that I was going to paint that I started and I haven't touched in like five months and you know, all this stuff, but then I'll come back around to it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's a testament to us that we've, we've, you know, stuck with this and we haven't just, eh. Well, I will say for those who aren't listening and who've never recorded a podcast, Shelby and I, for both being procrastinators, it's just like who we are as people. I just feel like I function the best when I'm under pressure. But Mm -hmm. that being said, there have been multiple weeks where we have been scrambling to try to figure out what we're going to do. And we put pressure on each other. But I think that's why we're still doing it is because if it was just my podcast or just your podcast, well... I don't know if it'd still be going. So yeah, no, I would not have continued if it was just me. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah right. I'd have been but like, nah. here we are. We're a year in. We've made so many fun podcast friends. It's so amazing the the Disney community. You know that once we started our Instagram, and of course we've always been friends with Miriam, um, the Churro Fund. But she's on We Like Theme Parks, and you know we love uh, Chris and Mark there as well. We've talked to the boys of Bobsleds and Banthas. Um, we've just met so many fun people and made so many cool connections. And it's really cool that just like a podcast can open you up to a whole different group of people. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. been super fun. Just makes it so much easier to connect too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you have this whole community of people that like the same things you do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they don't think you're like a weird Disney adult, you know? Right. You know? <laughs> because we're all weird Disney I know. adults. <laughs> I know, it's true. We all fit in. <laughs> so on that note, the drink of today, I found it on travelleisure.com and I just thought it was perfect for us. It's called the Misfit Mouse Sounds and it has so like good. our favorite flavors, but also reminds me of being a kid, which is kind of what this episode is all about. We're going to kind of reminisce and take a trip down memory lane with all of our Disneyland experiences. But this drink, Sounds amazing. Okay. It is a frosty chocolate drink can be made with or without liquor for a kid-friendly option. But what you do is you blend two ounces of screwball peanut butter whiskey, which I am not a whiskey person, but I've heard amazing things about this peanut butter flavored whiskey. We actually have some. 
Oh my gosh. You seriously mm-hmm. need to make it for us. Well, you know, Mike is like obsessed with anything peanut butter. It's like yeah. chocolate peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And so, so this his, drink is like right up his alley too. Uh-huh. We actually have packets of hot chocolate too. So maybe I'll make oh these tonight. Oh my gosh, you should. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I'm going to swing by and pick one up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you use two ounces of screwball peanut butter whiskey, three ounces of chilled hot chocolate with ice, which honestly, I think you could make this like a hot drink too, like a spiked hot chocolate. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Which honestly, that kind of sounds better. Um, but then you pour it into a glass and you can garnish with whipped cream and then use two chocolate sandwich cookies, AKA Oreos, like as the ears and then a cherry nose, which I could forego the cherry. As long as you have like the Mickey ears, I think that's really you know, the kicker of the whole thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I chose it because it just represents classic Nikki and it also feel like a little kid, you know, I also feel like it would be pretty good. Let me see. Oh no, it does say blend. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for some reason I thought it was just like mixing like oh, the yeah, two. No, it's like a blended. Oh, got it. Okay. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I think this would be good blended, but then I yeah. reread it so. <laughs> like a spiked Frappuccino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could go for a hot though too. I know. Right. I think it sounds like it'd be really good. So instead of like Kahlua or Bailey's, you know, just adding the peanut butter whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll try both Eve. versions. Christmas tonight. Eve. I think we should be. Yeah. Oh no, 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 not Christmas Eve. Thanksgiving. That one comes next. See, I'm yeah. just skipping See, over poor Thanksgiving. I know I am. No. So when we first started the podcast, I showed Shelby my drink. So as we we're recording, it is November 2nd, and uh, I have my very first peppermint mocha, um, the first of many for the Christmas season. I am a Christmas person, like Halloween's fun. I like dressing up. I like pumpkins and stuff, but like Christmas is my jam. I don't like being scared. So I just love all the Christmassy things. And I think I'm going to decorate today. Oh, geez. <laughs> my husband yeah, doesn't know he's her. at work. So uh, yeah. He's going to come home to Christmas. Merry Christmas. Maybe if I get though, like a Mrs. Santa, like special outfit, it will ease him into the transition better. Oh, geez. (laughs) He's going to come home. You're going to be in a little tiny Santa outfit with boots. You know, hey, there you go. No, I will not stand for the ignoring of Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving slander. I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. It's my favorite time of the year, but Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is just as important. Okay. That's a little much. It's not as important, but it is important. I agree. I do love Thanksgiving, but it's so funny. So I saw this TikTok and I can't remember who the guy was who did it, but it's this guy dressed in like, um, he has like a Halloween sports jacket and Halloween pants. And then there's a Christmas in the corner with the Christmas jacket Mm -hmm. and he's smoking a cigarette. And then the guy says, I'm Thanksgiving and like a white Hanes. And somebody wrote in Sharpie, I'm Thanksgiving. And he just like, does it. And they, they, yeah, they don't want to include him. him. Yeah. That's how I know. I love Thanksgiving. I love fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in love with pumpkin pie Mm, and just everything Thanksgiving. It's just, I love it. I actually already made, so you know, those sugar cookies that have like the pumpkins on them or the ghosts or whatever. It's like the Pillsbury yeah, yeah. and they all taste the same, but they have like the different, but they, yeah. yeah. So last week I'm going on a tangent here, but last week I went to go get some because I was like, I'm going to have some of those pumpkin sugar cookies for Halloween. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went to like six different stores and none of them had the pumpkin ones anymore. Oh. Everyone had elf ones out. Oh no. And I was like, Excuse and it wasn't me? even Halloween yet. It's not even Halloween. Oh. So then I went to Safeway 
and they had turkey and Snoopy ones. Okay. All right. So I got those. Okay. Oh, I mean, you know what my favorite pumpkins, though is, but... is the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, where they're setting up for Thanksgiving. My kids used to love that. And then their reenactment of like the Mayflower and the Pilgrims. The and they eat like jelly beans and popcorn. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so stinking cute. Yes. Very cute. Um, yeah. But no, I, I'm team Christmas. I'm ready. I'm ready okay, to rock listen, and roll. I guess I what? Christmas I already too. ordered my first Christmas present. Really? Because you had to get, yeah. And it's yours. Oh, yeah. Hi, girl. Super excited. (laughs) All right. So moving on. So I thought for today, since it is our one year, we would talk about all of our Disneyland memories because, hey, that is exactly why we started this podcast to begin with, because we love Disneyland so much and we wanted to share our love for Disney and the parks. And yeah, we talk about like Disney movies and the Disney brand itself, but really where our love is, is the actual theme park itself. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to think back on like my earliest memory. The hard thing is, is like, I've seen so many pictures that I'm basing my memories off of the pictures that I've seen and not really mm-hmm. like from what I remember. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to go back that far, which I want to say in this, oh my God, mom made me wear this God awful clown outfit. And she still gets upset with me because I was really mad when I was little about having to wear it. And she was like, you wanted to wear that outfit. But then I was pouting because I didn't want to wear the outfit. Do you remember Mm. this picture? Yeah. Yeah. That was a Disney trip. I think I was like four, maybe three or four. So honestly, I don't remember that, but I want to say I was like in kindergarten or first grade and I had this purple diary that was covered with stickers and I locked it and I found it the other day and I was going through it. And one of my diary entries was talking about Disneyland and it was from when I was like five or six. And so funny. Yeah. I was talking all about like, I was so brave this trip. I finally went on space mountain and I was talking (laughs) about, and I don't even know like how I thought of this, but I said that the car, like the rocket car, whatever looked like a pickle. And in my mind, I don't understand in my five-year-old brain what I thought about it <laughs> looked like a pickle, pickle. Um, a space pickle. I know, you know, okay. So, but in my defense, the rockets did look different when I was younger and they did have like that glow in the dark stripe along the side and mm-hmm. like the old, um, cue for space mountain. And I think I was talking to my oldest son about this was so much better than it is now. Like when you, I mean, it still sucked on the outside, you know, when you're walking kind of like that roof area and it's all, you know, it's just super boring. But when you used to walk into the building and you would be walking kind of down the ramps, they would have clear plexiglass and you could see the roller coasters going by and they mm-hmm. had that glow in the dark strip on the side, you know, so you could see the rockets blasting by and they have like this cool, like space news network or whatever with these news anchors who would be talking. And it was just such a cool vibe. And apparently when I was five or six, like that was my, my Everest, right? I, yeah. finally, I rode it. I rode space mountain, super happy. And then I had a picture that I drew on the bottom of the Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> that I that I wrote that too. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. 
I love that. Yeah. So I feel like that's like my true first memories that I can think back that I actually remember doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just like kid pictures, but what about you? What do you remember? Um, so really my first memory, as far as the parks go, was the trip that we took when I was five to Florida Oh, is like no. my, Your my first main. Disney memory is Disney world. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't even know how old I was the first time I went to Disneyland. Honestly, I truly can't remember. Honestly, I don't think you did because I went on a trip when I, I think was it like was 12, when I was older, I was 12 or 13. So that would have made you two or three. And I remember mom sent me with like our aunts and uncles to go on the trip because dad said you were too little and he didn't want to take you and like you not remember, you know, have Mm -hmm. a fit or a tantrum or whatever. So like, I remember going then and that's like when there was the rocket rods, Mm. it was a great trip, but you were too little. So honestly, I do think your very first trip was Walt Disney world. Yeah. When I was five and I still remember um, like our hotel. And I remember, um, oh, that, like the character brunch we did where I was in my cheerleader mini outfit. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, what else? I like vaguely remember stuff throughout the parks. I remember when we were in Epcot and I was too small for test track. Uh-huh. And so you and mom went on test track and me and dad hung out, had this <laughs> invisible dog on a yep. leash. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that. So it's literally just like a stiff leash with a harness at the end. And it was supposed to look like you had an invisible dog. <laughs> and there was a test track dummy that was outside of Epcot or, Which, you know, those outside were of terrifying. Um, test track. They, those look mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. And he like grab but they were like acting like mimes mm-hmm. and he like grabbed my dog and was like holding it up in the tree like it was a giraffe I don't know but I remember that um so yeah I remember more I, oh we played in the airport going there we played my blues clues card game mm-hmm. that I it made was you play memory. with me all the time it was memory like blues mm-hmm. clues memory uh-huh yeah I remember I really on that trip that's- too like dad knew I was terrified of flying. Like I've always just been a nervous flyer and we were on the plane going and he was playing hangman with me. And his first thing was, um, when we filled it in <laughs> said, grab a parachute. And I was like, mm, thanks. Thanks for that. Is that the trip that I told you you had to pick up your legs? Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say that I still do that. I <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I still so do enlighten that. everybody on my, my sage advice <sighs> as a, uh, as a 15 year old. Okay. So Sheena taught me a lot of things. Like she told me when we were little that the middle finger meant cactus and sign language. And so I went up to our parents and gave them the middle finger and said it was cactus. They knew it was Sheena. Uh, they knew it was her. Yeah. Um, anyways, we were on this plane. I'm pretty sure that was my first flight too. Mm-hmm. Right. It was yeah, five. I think so. Mm-hmm. And we're about to land and Sheena goes, you have to lift your legs up when the plan lands. I was like, why? And she goes, because if you don't and your feet are on the ground when the plane lands, your ankles will snap. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I started freaking out as we're landing. I looked at mom and dad and I was like, you guys need to pick your feet up. <laughs> I don't know like how this stuff used to pop into my head, but you always believed everything I said. And it was so funny. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I still 
like pick up my feet from the plane's landing. I know it's ridiculous, but I literally do it every single time. Crap. Oh God, it was so good. But no, well, that we trip. Went to, we went to Blizzard Beach that trip mm-hmm. too. And oh. mom got that thorn in the bottom of her foot. Remember? Well, I don't remember that. What I remember are the European men who should Ooh. not have been in Speedos. And I remember asking my mom, like, why? Why do men (laughs) wear Speedos when they should not be wearing Speedos? It literally looked like they were trying to contain um, the Everest Yeti in their pants. Like the hair, the amount of hair was just way too much. I just can't. Oh, imagine being five. I was a crotch level. You were a crotch level right there with all those. Uh, Yeah. That's a no for me. Um, But yeah, so that's like my earliest park memory is that trip. Um, I did go to Disneyland a lot when I was in junior high because our orchestra would actually go for Mm -hmm. weekend trips and we would like perform and then we would get time in the parks. So I remember a lot of those trips, which was fun because it was like, you feel so independent, right? You're like 13, 14 and you go on these trips and parents aren't there. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course they had chaperones, but it was like, I mean, you're in, you know, a park. So it's like, as long as you stayed with your group, you can literally do whatever you wanted pretty much. Mm-hmm. And we got to see, cause we would walk through behind Toontown mm-hmm. to like walk through the park to get to where we were performing. And, um, so you're like, Oh, we're behind the scenes, you know, but it's like, when I just like trams and stuff back there, it's nothing exciting, yeah. but we used to perform in that pavilion to the left of the castle Mm-hmm. where like Maurice's treats is and where all the princesses are now. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to actually perform in there. So it was, oh, actually, nice. it, was it was fun. Um, but yeah. And we would, you know, you felt like, cause you would be in a room with other, your other friends and it's like, it was so exciting, but so yeah, those are like my younger Disneyland memories is going with school and orchestra and stuff. Yeah. Which honestly, I don't remember ever me personally going on a trip with school. I feel like it was always family when I went to Disneyland. And I feel like we went quite a bit when I was younger, but then we did go through a phase like around when you were born. I want to say when I was 12 or 13 was the last time I had gone to Disneyland and then Disney World when I was 15. So there was a few year chunk in there. And then I want to say I didn't go again until I was in college. So it was just like this really weird gap of time. But I feel like as an adult now, I've gone to Disneyland more than I ever did when I was younger. And yeah, yeah, I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm just, I'm in control. And dad was like, no, we're not going to Disneyland every time we go to California, which by the way, it's not a trip to California if you don't go to Disneyland. I remember going to visit family and we would be in Southern California and we wouldn't go. And I'm like, this is crap. This is crap. I mean, that was literally me like three years ago. We went to California to visit Mike's family and we drove on the freeway and I could see the Matterhorn and I could see it. I was like looking out the window and he goes, no. No. And I'm like, please, please. I just want to go. I just want to go. No, the worst. So we used to go to California. I was in all-star cheer Mm -hmm. and we would go to competitions in different States. And it was mostly California or Vegas. And we were in California for a cheer competition and we were staying at, um, the paradise pier hotel. Mm -hmm. And we did not go to the parks. Oh my God. You were even on a Disney property. On property. Still didn't yeah. go? Oh, uh-huh. that is torture. Which now looking back on it, 
completely understand because there was literally only half a day that we could have gone mm-hmm. because, you know, we were there for the cheer competition, which take like all day when you're there. Yeah. So yeah. the first day, obviously we couldn't go because, mm-hmm. you know, it was all day at the competition at the convention center. Mm-hmm. The second day, we were only there for a half day because, you know, they did awards before the evening, mm-hmm. but there were some parents that bought a full day ticket for their, for the girls. Mm-hmm. And they went for like four and a half hours. Yeah. And mom and dad were like, we are not spending that much money for you to go for four. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> See, I mean, I get it, but also I'm like, any time at Disney is better than no time at Disney. So I'm like four hours. Sure. I'll drop that amount of money, which, you know, it I mean, seems crazy, but here we are. Yeah. But <laughs> so now looking back on it, obviously I'm like, oh, I would not have let my, you know, my kid go either. So it's mm-hmm. like ridiculous, but oh, see, I'm thinking I was about like it looking and I'm out like, the if window. I was there with Cole and Cole had like some, you know, trip he was doing with his school and all we had were a few hours. You better believe I'd be buying a damn ticket and we'd be running in and getting as many rides done as we could. But I mean, yeah, I was like looking out and they were like, you can go play in the pool. And I was like, that's not rude. And I was like looking out the window. I was like, I was like, my friends are over there. (laughs) You know, that, that, uh, filter where like the leaf drops. Yes. It's like like all sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But no, I completely understand now, but you know, as a kid, it's like, you don't understand that. It's just like, this is literally the worst. I could throw a rock at Disneyland and you're not letting me go. I know. (laughs) Well, the boys always tell me, so we've, I think we mentioned this before in the podcast, but we kind of started a tradition where we get into California and the night before we do the parks, we just go to downtown Disney to kind of hype everything up. We go eat dinner, we go walk around the shops, and then we know the next day we're going. And my boys were like, it is the most torturous thing ever to walk in downtown Disney and walk right past the parks. And I didn't realize, I thought it was being fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, it's torturous. I'd rather just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I was telling Mike that same thing when we went, but he was like, I mean, okay. Yeah, well, so see, they just don't like, feel the same. They don't feel the same. In my yeah. opinion, the more torturous is when we go down for breakfast and we, yes. it's the morning we're leaving because you pass all the fun people in their outfits walking into the park and you're like, it's not me. <laughs> Although see now it's even <clears throat> more tempting because we have our pass. pass. So it's not like we just, just have limited tell days. You, I was just going to tell you, Shelby, our flight when we go in November, doesn't leave till the afternoon. So, I mean, if there was a Monday I mean... available just for a few hours, <laughs> I mean, you, here. you, laugh. okay. Right I'm... now I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the calendar while we're talking just to see, I just, just for fun, just for fun. We're going to look at it, but yeah. So any other, so this any is the other, problem with having memories? an annual pass. I um, I, I had that block too. So I went almost every year I was an orchestra in junior high. So I think seventh, eighth and ninth I went. So it was like, I knew I was going to be going to Disneyland every year when I was in junior high. Mm-hmm. I went a couple times in high school. I remember mom and dad took, um, me and my friends, Carolyn and Steven, Mm-hmm. We went during the holidays, um, which it cracks me up looking back on outfits that we used to wear to the parks. Oh, gosh. I know that aren't um, even. Oh, man. No, I'm looking. The only um, in November right now that's available, which actually they open. You know, though, I will say there was nothing in November, but now there are both parks are open on today. So like we could go today. 
um, <laughs> tomorrow or Thursday. There is availability to start in DCA this Saturday. And then there is the 8th and the 9th, but nothing that Monday of Thanksgiving week, but we can kind of keep yet. Yeah. We'll just keep peeking and you know, if it's available. Hey, anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) Um, no, I was talking about outfits that we used to wear. And so I was looking at pictures of that trip that I took during the holidays. It was with Carolyn, Steven, and then our family friends, Stephanie and Glenn, their daughter Shelby came too. Mm -hmm. And I was in like, I had wanted these jeans for Christmas that mom got me. Are they the Miss And they had like, no, they were like uh-huh. off-brand Miss Me's and they were skinnies. Mm-hmm. So I can wear them with boots. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, stuffing um, boot cut jeans into boots was a pain. Oh, yeah. You had to like you would have tie to, a like, rubber band. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that. <laughs> <The> struggle. <laughs> yeah. But they had like bling on the pockets, whatever. So I wore those mm-hmm. with a off-the-shoulder shirt and a blazer. Oh, a blazer, a blazer to the parks <laughs> with like these like suede black boots. And I and bet you these thought pictures. you looked real good. Oh, I was <laughs> like, I am hot shit. Like I <laughs> felt so great. Um, But yeah, it just cracks me up looking at outfits that we used to wear. I feel like though, back then, it, I feel like the Disney bounding, the Disney style and the mini ears with like the variation that you can order now didn't exist. I feel like that is more of a within the last 10 year trend, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it was like that back then. Like, yeah, you could wear like a Disney shirt or whatever, but like all the mini ears looked the same. It was like a black mini ear with the red bow. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the different style. And then Etsy wasn't around that had all of the crazy cool, like shirts and different things you can do. So I feel like I'm trying to, you know, give us the benefit of the doubt here because we did have good style. It's just, I don't think that was available at that point. I don't know those pictures that I sent you when Mason was like a year and a half I know. and I'm in a t-shirt boot cut, miss me jeans mm-hmm. and flip flops. I wore flip flops to I a park. Know. What I was know. I thinking? I don't, I don't you know, know, first of all, my feet had to be disgusting. Oh, I bet they were filthy. Oh yeah. Disgusting. So gross. Second of all, did I have and blisters? I it don't... was October. So you were probably cold I, by the end of the evening. Yeah. I, oh, and I God. had like a full on purse. Like it was like an actual purse. Oh, not a backpack. Yeah. Not a backpack. Not a fanny we pack, were not purse. prepared. Yeah. No. Well, well I think too, I did have whole, a double like, stroller though. So maybe we just shoved everything in there because the boys were we so did. little. But I had like, I think it was that breakthrough of the athleisure. Oh, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think where you could wear yoga pants and qualify it as an outfit. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's really where this whole different Disney style came from. And then the first time I wore yoga pants to the park, I was like, oh, this is this life is changing. I know. I'm never right? wearing jeans here ever again. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I wore jeans to an amusement park. No, yeah, me neither. I just don't wear jeans in, in general. Because yeah, they're just, just like, like I feel like yoga pants have ruined me for jeans because unless they are super stretchy jeans, they're mm-hmm. not comfortable. And like sitting down and the you know, I just mm. I yeah. Think I, yeah. Retiring jeans until I find like the perfect pair, just no jeans for me. Yeah. But um, I think, you know what, we should take a quick break and come back because I've come up with some fun Disneyland. Would you rathers? So we are going to be right back. And when we come back, uh, yeah. Disneyland. Would you rather? 
And we are back. We are going to do um, 10 Disneyland Would You Rather. So these are all specific to the park or characters in the park or rides or things like that. Just fun things that have crossed my mind over the years that I thought, hmm, I don't know. You know, you know, when you think those random things, like, I wonder if I reached out and grabbed that, if I could, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. know, you know. Yes. No, I know what you mean. Still think from the park, but not. (laughs) I've never done it. Disney, I haven't stolen anything. All right. So here we go, Shelly. I'm going to start it out. Would you rather have a membership to Club 33 or have an exact replica built of your favorite Disneyland attraction in your backyard? Um, Club 33. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Okay. Because... If I were to have this exact replica, first of all, do you know the amount of people that would be at your front door? <laughs> it would be obnoxious. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> then it would make make the ride like not as special when you do get to go ride it at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. That but is Club thirty three, then you're like, I I would act bougie as hell. Oh, and you know 100%. it. I would tell yeah. everyone. I'd be like, mm, sorry, sorry, I can't meet you at the Matterhorn for another hour. I have to go into Club 33. I got my reservation, guys, <laughs> that you're not invited to. <laughs> you know, I go back and forth because, yes, I would love the Club 33, but how freaking cool would that be to walk into your backyard and just, like, hop on Pirates of the Caribbean? Like, you know what I mean? And that's the ride. Like, Pirates isn't even my favorite Disneyland attraction, but it's, like, my most nostalgic, like when I think of Disneyland that pops into my head first, every single time. Mm -hmm. So it would be, you know, the smell, the, you would hear the bird, you know, like when you first walk in and it would be our Disneyland version though, because you know, it's the better version and of course the ambiance and everything like that. So I, I don't know. I'm really, really torn on this. Like how amazing would that be? (laughs) Just start your day off by writing pirates every day. Have that smell all the time. You know what? I'm going to go with it. I'm building pirates in my backyard. So there we go. That's what it is. You should tell Josh that's what you want for Christmas. I know. Can we just, (laughs) we are, we're currently building our next house, which has been super stressful. And we'd be like, babe, but really, what I know what we need. We need a Pirates of the Caribbean in, in the backyard. And be like, you don't, it doesn't even have to take up that much room because it can go underground. It can go underground. We'll just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see the problem. <laughs> I think he could make that happen for you. I mean, he probably could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go for number yeah. two? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather ride Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp or ride Jungle Cruise with The Rock? I mean, normally I was leaning one way, but I'm really feeling Jungle Cruise with The Rock because I feel like he's funny. He's, you know, entertaining. He's not in a lawsuit for, you know, abuse. So I'm thinking. Okay. First of all, <laughs> it was not him. It was not Johnny Depp. It was all Amber Heard. I could go on about oh, this. For oh, a very I long know, time. I know, but unfortunately, it has kind of tarnished him slightly. But well, she blackballed him. Yeah, Anyways. I will say though, I feel like The Rock, just like his personality when he was in the movie, but also as Maui, he just seems like a fun-loving, you know, yeah. muscly guy that you know. Oh no, I'm gonna grab onto your arm. There's a problem. Oops. Oops. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna oh, fall out of the boat. Me. Um, it's going like two miles per hour. I'm going to fall out. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I feel like as amazing as it would be 
to see Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be more like quiet and reserved and yeah. like, you know, mature about things. I know. And I right? would not. <laughs> I know. Agreed. Also, he strikes me as one of those people who like sounds very intelligent when they talk. Yeah. And I would be like, I'm not that the rock sounds stupid. Don't get me wrong. No, like, but he's different. He seems more like our like, speed conversation yeah. wise. Johnny Depp seems a little bit more like sophisticated i guess yeah and who needs that when you're at disneyland like yeah i'd be like "Mm, i'm intimidated although don't get me wrong i would have died to been on when he was there dressed oh my gosh seriously was he in that ending scene i feel like that's where he was Mm -hmm. you know in the rocking chair yeah yeah i think so dang i would have ma'am get back in the boat crawling out not touch johnny depp okay so would you rather have unlimited access to blue bayou this means no reservations um you get free food whatever you want on the menu for a whole year or get free churros from any stand for life churros churros this isn't even a question (laughs) there's no debate churros for sure yeah Maybe it's because when we went to Blue Bayou, I like wasn't super impressed with the food. Like it was mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. but I could give or take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But churros for life? Yeah. Done. But okay. So what if you were guaranteed though that you got the table right by the water every time? Anytime mm-hmm. you wanted to go in. No, still. No, still not. Cause like the view would be great, but it's like the food is like plus any churro from any stand that includes all the seasonal churros so Mm -hmm. blue bayou the food is the same all year long right so you go through the menu once and just be done Mm -hmm. but these churros you get the normal churros then you get the fall churros Mm -hmm. then the holiday churros so it's like you get all all of them Mm -hmm. yeah okay see i was leaning the other way but i think you you pulled me over to the other side Mm -hmm. i was thinking like for a year though like i mean we don't go every day. You know what I mean? So still, I love that Monte Cristo sandwich. I love the ambiance. Clearly I'm having a thing for pirates right now. Yeah, I don't know geez. why I'm being like pulled <laughs> into the pirates. I'm feeling really strongly about it. Clearly I just want to build it in my backyard. So maybe, mm-hmm. okay, I'll solve the problem. When I build the pirates in my backyard, I will have blue Bayou that I can go eat at any time. So then I will pick the churro situation. Got it. So do I need to tell Josh we need to like hire a chef too? Yes. Or, um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. A chef that specializes in Blue Bayou recreations. Exactly. Yes. Got it. It's not too solid. Much. I don't think it's too much to ask. No, just a little, little, little present. Yeah. Um. All right. Would you rather bring back the Tomorrowland People Mover or the Skyway Buckets? So both of these are like fun, classic, like nostalgic Disneyland rides, which Shelby, have you ever ridden on any of these or were they all closed Mm -hmm. by the time you can remember? Yeah, they were. Oh, see, I remember riding on both. Um, I would say I would prefer the people mover for two reasons. One, because I love the way it looks just as you're walking into Tomorrowland to see them riding around and everything. I just think it makes everything just look so much better. And it's not like those just abandoned tracks, you know what I mean? But also I love the people mover. Like we went on it a few years back in Walt Disney world. And there's just something about it where you like go behind the scenes into like space mountain or, you know what I mean? And they have those cute little phrases, mm-hmm. you know, like paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow, you know yeah. what I mean? Like just, I love all of that. So I'm going to say people mover plus the skyway buckets always freaked me out. Like, and then they used to cut right through the middle of the Matterhorn. 
So like when you were going through, you could hear Harold and see the roller coasters. And I was just like, so afraid every time that I would go on those. So yeah, I'm going with the people mover. Yes. I never got to experience either of them, but I am going to stick with the people mover solely for the fact that I always have an irrational fear of things just like dropping out of the sky. Yeah. mm -hmm, So I, I would for sure be on the skyway bucket that just decided to, you know, yeah, just drop off, just drop (laughs) off. (laughs) That's like the irrational fear I have with planes. Yeah. Like I know it would start descending for, you know, like it's not yeah, just going to like free I fall know, down. I know. I'm the same way too. Mm-hmm. No, I, I have turbulence and it's like, I, this is it. Like the plane is plummeting to the ground. Yeah. Um, also though, so, there yeah. was this cast member story where she was talking about, um, they used to be so upset because they would be working on like, um, the Storyland. uh, is it storybook storybook land canal boats. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's called. And there would be some rude teenagers who would just like lean out of the skyway buckets and spit, spit out of the side, it's disgusting, or throw things out or whatever. And so there were just like lots of problems with people being jerks riding the skyway bucket. So I think the people mover in general, we just need to keep everybody's butts in the seats. So we don't want anyone getting run over and getting them shut down. Once mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there we go. All right. So. This one I've thought about a lot, both situations here. (laughs) Would you rather climb the Matterhorn with the yodelers during the day, like on the outside, or would you like to fly from the peak at night with Tinkerbell to kick off the uh, fireworks show? Okay. So my answer is going to, um, kind of clash with my previous reasoning for the buckets, (laughs) but I would like, I would like to fly with Tinkerbell. Yes. But okay. We discussed this though. And remember they have to hire people with like a lot of good upper body strength. Mm -hmm. Did they say most of the time they're men? It has to be men because of the upper body strength. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you lift, you lift. I mean, you could, you could, you know, plus with like adrenaline and stuff too. Yeah. I think I I could get across to the castle. Yeah. Easy. Okay. So I have to tell you my choice and then why. So I'm going to pick the same as you, the Tinkerbell thing, but it's because I don't know if you ever have these. Do you ever have recurring dreams where you have them every once in a while, but it's like the same dream? Uh, Yes. Okay. So I have a recurring dream that somehow I'm walking the track, the Matterhorn. I don't know why I'm walking it, but it's during the day. It's not at night. And then I just come to one of the openings that's facing towards Fantasyland and I just jump out and I just start flying like Peter Pan around Disneyland. Like love that. I don't know what it is. So I have to I have to live this in real life. Like we need to make this happen. I need that's to fair. do a Tinkerbell situation. But I think like tandem, like maybe I would just hold on to her back and she can hoist me down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll just have like like a um a satchel, if you will, a satchel full of glitter. And I'll just sprinkle pixie dust. (laughs) I'll just sprinkle pixie dust as I'm hanging on to her. They're going to be like, why are there two fairies? No, I could be another fairy, you know, from Pixie Hollow. I could just be a different one. Okay. Hanging on to her. Yeah. What are your wings broken? (laughs) (laughs) For safety reasons, I'll hold on to her with one hand around her. You know, I'm picturing this is awful. Kids would be like, what the heck? I'm picturing riding her. Like my legs are wrapped around her waist. Like a dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> and my arm is wrapped around her middle. And then my other free arm is sprinkling <laughs> glitter as I'm. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. Also, thinking about like scaling the side of the Matterhorn really freaks me out. I know. Like, I 
Yeah. That's it's actually a pretty smooth, you know, it is a it's smooth not like surface. actual rocks. Yeah. And then it's and like they smooth. had people doing it while playing the accordion. Like what's okay. cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not know. that talented. No, no, I'm not either. No. Yeah. yeah okay. Tinkerbell it is. <laughs> um, let's see. Rope drop or park close. <sighs> this is hard because I, I do both. both. I mean, I do both, but if I could only choose, I would say park close for two reasons. Number one, I hate waking up early. Like anyone who knows me knows I don't like waking up early. And number two, my favorite time of the day is nighttime when all the lights are on at the park. I just think it looks so beautiful. So I think I'm a park closer. Yeah. Me too. Um, I don't mind waking up early on Disney days because mm-hmm. you know, you're going to Disney, mm-hmm. but there's something like, I don't know. It doesn't, it feels different, like going on rides at night and like, mm-hmm. almost. I mean, there's a bunch of people there obviously, but it's almost like you shouldn't be there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's like a weird feeling, but yeah, no, I agree. But I will say though, waking up early on the first Disney day, easy peasy second Disney day. Not as much. That's your feet already hurt and you're already tired. Like you definitely rally, but it's not as easy the second day. I'll Mm -hmm. say that. Agreed. All right. Would you rather be a candy maker on main street or a dapper Dan dapper Dan hands down? (laughs) Why? That'd be such a fun job. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, obviously they're all very talented and good singers, but like there's three other ones. So they can kind of mask the fact that I'm not an excellent singer, you know, <laughs> plus it's like, I don't know, you get to bring so much joy to people. Yeah. I mean, I guess the candy makers do too, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be fun being a Dapper Dan. Yeah. Let's see. I'm a hundred percent the candy maker on main street because they get to wear those big, fun, old dresses, old tiny mm-hmm. dresses, right? You're in the window, you're making candy. Whoops. I dropped one. Looks like I'm gonna have to eat it. So there's that. <laughs> so we got that, but like, just like the smells and people are happy when they're coming in. And I'd always just say like, I'm going to be an old, jolly round woman and retire at Disneyland and just do whatever they want me to do. So I could picture like my gray hair, you know, my gray perm, mm-hmm. like all, I was going to say, ladies. do you still have, I'd I remember like, we talked about this, how you yes, said you wanted to be at a the very- jolly holiday. Yes. <laughs> I changed my mind, a not plump. the jolly holiday because that place is actually pretty busy. And I will say yeah. that that was not leisurely, but a candy maker on main street, I think because you're behind the glass, you're not necessarily dealing with like the jerky people, right? They just mm-hmm. are excited to see you making candy. I could get down with that job. And because you're older, would they not hold you to like as high of a quote? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I wonder, they, I would assume they have like, a quota it, that they have to try to make all the candy again. <laughs> but she's a cute old lady. We'll keep her. Yeah. Oh, Sheena's sleeping by the candy again. Oh, look at her. <laughs> oh, I oh. love it. Yes. Oh, that would be amazing. All right. So this next one is honestly, it's kind of rude. I know. I know. I tried to make um, it hard. Mm-hmm. Would you rather watch paint the night while eating a Dole Whip mm-hmm. or watch the Main Street Electrical Parade while eating Mickey Beignets? I know. Okay. Well, so cool. I know paint the night is my hands down favorite parade. I think it's amazing. Beautiful. Makes me so excited. Main street electrical parade. I know it's old. I know it's janky, 
But, but it's a when I hear that, like when the lights dim and you hear that beginning mm-hmm. part, something in my heart just like bursts. Like I feel like, you know, when the <laughs> Grinch, when his heart grows outside of the little box, yeah. I think it's because I picture being a kid and sitting there and waiting and it's cold at night, no matter what time of year it is. So eating a dollop at night does not seem enjoyable. So I think I'm going to do Main Street Electrical with beignets. There's just, you know, and I agree. I agree a hundred percent that paint the night is a much better parade. It's a much better show. The music is amazing, but something about it, the main street electrical parade. So I ran the Tinkerbell half marathon in 2017 and they had brought back the main street electrical parade. And I remember my husband had never seen it and he's not a Disney guy. And I ran the marathon that morning and convinced him to stay at the park with me with the kids for the whole day. And I was like, okay, we can leave once we see this parade. Like you've got to see this parade. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So we all get treats. The lights go down and I'm literally like (laughs) clapping my hands. Like I'm five years old and I'm like the music, the music. And I'm like pointing and he's looking at me like I'm a fool. Right. But there was Seriously, that time, like in my heart, I was so freaking happy. So that's all that I can think of is that moment in that parade and just feeling like I'm with the people I love. I'm in the place I love. I'm watching this show that brings me so much joy. So that's all I can think of. Okay. When did the Main Street Electrical Parade stop? Like when did it run? originally, well, they always say it's retired and then somehow it magically comes back from the dead. So let me see here. You keep talking and I will look it up. Let me see. Because I've heard the music. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever actually seen the parade. Oh my God. Oh my I God. Know. With the snails, the snails spinning in a circle. Oh my God. You need to, you're hurting <laughs> my heart right now. <laughs> I mean, we already discussed that I I didn't go to Disneyland until I was a little bit older. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it says the Main Street Electrical Parade in, let's see, parade in summers at Disneyland beginning on June 17th, 1972 and ending November 25th, 1996. So yeah, I was two. Okay. So yeah, you wouldn't have. So 96 was when it ended, but that is a long ass run. 1972 to 1996. Like, of course. So that is literally like I was born in 84. So 84 Mm -hmm. to 96, that's like my prime as a little kid would remember that. The feeling you get when you hear that music is the Mm -hmm. feeling I get when I hear the paint the night. Music. I know I still, I, but I do get that way when I hear that music too. That's the problem. They both so, make me so happy. I mean, really, if I could switch this up, I would choose paint the night and beignets. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, if I can't change it, I guess for the sake of, because I haven't seen it, I would choose the main street electrical parade just so I can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so Disney did like leak a little teaser, you know, saying that it was coming back. And I wonder when it's coming back. They didn't say specifically, but what if it's when we're there with Miriam? Then we can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is I never used to get like super excited about parades mm-hmm. until you're older because all you cared about was getting as many rides in as you could. Mm-hmm. Right. But now I feel like it's about all of the things. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Okay. It's like when a little tangent, but like when Mike and I were there on Pixar Pier, we were sitting there eating our treats from Bing Bongs. Mm-hmm. And the army men did a show yes. oh, and they like them. walked up and this guy, okay, Mike was cracking up. He was like, this dude ran. He like from the other side, he heard the army men come out and he booked it and sat <laughs> in front and he was like, like super excited. <laughs> and his girlfriend, or I, I'm assuming it was his girlfriend came up and she was like sitting next to him and she was like, like shaking your head. Cause I guess he had been like waiting for these army men to come out. Yeah. But afterwards, Mike was like, we're a part of the toy box. Now they've officially made us a part of the toy box. Oh. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like stuff like that, you know, that yeah. you think as a kid, you're like, like you're too cool to sit and watch stuff like that, you know? Uh-huh. But now it's like, you get super excited about it's it. It's so fun. <laughs> I know like getting like a treat and watching a nighttime show is just like, just so mm-hmm. much fun. Yeah. And then we'll be there for the holiday fireworks show, which always brings a little tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my next one, would you rather stay the night in Walt's apartment or spend the day with a VIP tour guide? Oof. That's a tough one. Okay. I'm going to choose the tour guide mm-hmm. only for the reason. Yes, it is Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. But I still feel it might be a little creepy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, good. I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, I should be wanting to be in Walt's apartment. But after we did the whole urban legends episode with Walt's ghost and like oh. the smoking and all that, I'm like, you know, I feel like I would be slightly creeped out. Like, yes, would I love to see it? A hundred percent. Like go in during the day when it's fully lit and there's many people there. But at night, yeah, it's just a whole different game. No. Although I do think about that story that um, um, I know one of uh, Disney's relatives. And so he was telling me stories about when um, his grandma, which is Lillian, right? She, her and her sister would be in the apartment while Walt was doing whatever. And when it was nighttime, they would um, sneak down the backside of the apartment because the jungle cruise is right there. And they would love like make noises and scare people who were riding on the jungle cruise. And they thought it was hilarious. So like, can you imagine that being your life? I know. Right. Like, Oh, grandma, grandma Lillian. Yeah, she used to go scare people on the jungle. On the jungle, like, what? I know, I know, right? It does. It seems crazy that that's real, but it really happened. So I think that that's cool. But no, I agree, hundred percent. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could stay the night there. Mm-mm. No, no. Nope. And I do always have want like. I've always wanted a VIP tour guide. Like not only do you get to the front of the rides, you're getting history from them as you're walking, you get right into whatever you want reservations. You know, you don't even need reservations. You just get in wherever. Plus you look bougie as hell. You have a mm-hmm. VIP plaid. People yeah, like, don't you, lie. like, is she famous? Every like, time people. you see yeah. a plaid, you like uh-huh. look and see who Look at with. the people. A hundred percent. Is it someone yeah. famous? Is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little side note about these VIP. So they're the ones with like the most knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. These tour guides, mm-hmm. most knowledge. They like super into it. They spend sometimes all day with these families. Mm-hmm. They do not get paid well at all. What? Yeah. Mike and, and I, so I was curious because mm-hmm. Mike and I were talking about it and I told him like how much it is to get a plaid for the day. And he was like, who would ever do that? That's disgusting. Um, and I'm like, me. Um, Hello. 
<laughs> right here. I, that would be. <laughs> if there's a GoFundMe, I would make it so I could. Oh my gosh, that. seriously. Um, but literally, like, I don't remember, but it was a ridiculous amount. Like, not even. I don't think like maybe twenty bucks an hour. Ugh. like 18 bucks. I don't know. It was like not as much as you would think for someone with that much knowledge. Yeah. But also you are literally, your job is to ride rides at Disney. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's at the beck and call bet, of, yeah, I bet they get tips though. Like I bet you can tip them at the end. Maybe. I don't know. Can they accept mm-hmm. tips? I don't know. I don't I know mean, if anyone tips, knows. You can tip servers. So that's true. I don't see why you couldn't tip them, but if anyone knows, let us know because I am highly curious. But yeah, I would have to look at the exact what it said the pay rate was, but it was nowhere near. I feel like it should be for someone with yeah, like that with much like knowledge and experience. And, and I'm sure they are dealing with bougie, you know, annoying people. Right? Yes, I mean, not every Ooh. rich person is an a hole. Well, but no, you know. but if you're spending that much money, you automatically have you're a high particular. expectation. Plus, you expect that your day is going to be the most magical it could be because you're paying a lot of money. But that doesn't always mean you're going to have the most magical day because mm-hmm. rides break down, things happen that are out of control of all of the cast members. So. You know, if you do end up getting a VIP tour or, I mean, most people in general just feel like because they spend so much money, they are entitled to the best day ever. Mm-hmm. Don't be a jerk to your cast members. Like they cannot control how the day goes. They cannot control when things break down or if there's other jerky guests who are there. You know what I mean? So like yeah. uh, people need to keep perspective for crying out loud. It's just ridiculous. Love your cast members. They are the ones who are making it magical for you. So they deal with so much shit throughout the day. Oh, I can't. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, because if you've ever worked retail or food service, you know how people are. Mm-hmm. Imagine working somewhere where people are paying to get in just to access that retail and food service. I know. You know, they're jerks. Oh, a hundred percent. That's why I always go out of my way to like thank them. And like, if they say, I'm so sorry for the wait, I'm like, mm-hmm. please no do not worry about it. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, also you can go to city hall and you can get like these compliment cards that you can compliment a cast member and mm-hmm. they will um, give them to the cast members. And I feel like they can earn awards and different things like that for customer service. So if you know that there's somebody who really went out of their way to make your day special, try to like put, make a note in your phone of what their name is or whatever. And before you leave for the day, just go fill out a compliment card. Like it just lets them know that they're doing a great job and their hard work isn't going unnoticed, you know? Mm -hmm. Like before we wrap up, I think one of my favorite cast member stories I ever heard was he worked for the custodial services Mm -hmm. and he was like an older gentleman and he would always work like towards the front of the park. Like he was on main street and he carried a autograph book with him. Mm -hmm. And every time he saw a little one dressed as a prince or princess, he would ask them for their autograph because, and I was like, can you just imagine that's just someone who like loves their job? Yeah. A hundred percent. And like the look on those kids faces, I'm sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. It's just stuff like that that like makes me so happy. See, yes, so when your I, cast members. When I'm an old lady making candy on Main Street, maybe taking a snooze, maybe I'll come take selfies with you through the window. I will be <laughs> passing out free candy. Sorry, Disney. It's gonna happen. I'll be giving away your candy. You already make enough money. It's they fine. do. It's fine. You can deal with a few pieces of caramel missing. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us today. We're so excited that we have made it to one year, hopefully many more. Super excited. If you love listening to our show, subscribe, tell a friend, rate and review us. We would love a five-star review. It helps other Disney-loving friends find our podcast. Yes. And you can keep up with us on Instagram at Body by Beignets, um, where we post about our new episodes. Our episodes come out on Fridays. Um, we'll also post some updates about our trips to the park. We are going to be there in just a couple weeks. I know. So I'm excited. so excited when this episode drops. I believe it'll be two weeks. Exactly. 14 mm-hmm. days. Oh, yep. cannot wait. So excited. All right. Well, we'll catch you again next time on body by beneath where Disney does a body good. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.